Hi, besties. Welcome back to another episode of the Blondest Podcast. We're so happy to have you here this Monday, and I hope you guys are staying warm wherever you are. It is so cold in Texas. I know that probably sounds dramatic to people that live like anywhere that's really, really cold. But for us, this is pretty, pretty frosty. No, I'm sick of it. Over it. Like during the summer, I'm like, oh, I can't wait until it cools down a little bit. Like I can't wait for winter. And now I'm like, no, I would take 110 degrees over this for sure. Yeah. Like absolutely. No doubt. I used to really not have an issue with colder weather, but I feel like ever since I went to the wilderness, it like has kind of traumatized me. Mm. And so then I get like, like subconsciously get PTSD and like get like in a funk and like just like a weird mood because it just reminds me of like being freezing cold outside. Yeah, I'm sure that doesn't help. And then people already have like seasonal depression with like this time of the year. They already have a worse mood. Yeah, and just mental health and stuff. Because like no sun. Mm -hmm. Cold. Yeah. No green. You like green. I love green. Not dead. I know. Everything's dead. Everything's sad. Everything's misery. <laughs> I know. You know, I always think about my esthetician friend who lives in Alaska and like there's like a time period where like it will be dark all day long for weeks. Like I would be so severely depressed. Yeah. I don't know how she does it. I think they get like sometimes they get like one hour of sun mm-hmm. per day. And it's just like, could you imagine like just living your life when it's pitch back, like having to go to like the store and go to work and it's like pitch black outside actually yeah i can't imagine going to work when it's pitch black outside <laughs> okay Thanks that's true <laughs> and then i think there's a time period in alaska where it's um bright all day and you have to like go to sleep with it being bright outside mm-hmm. so i guess this is your life actually yeah. you basically should, you should just live in alaska at yeah. this point you're prepped and ready um yeah you just need good blackout curtains yeah that's all that matters and then you're fine mm-hmm. well you just have to trick your brain Because while I'm at work, it's like fluorescent, bright lighting, and I don't go outside. So it's like, it could be noon, it could be 1 a.m., never know. Mm -hmm. And when I get home, my room is dark. I love that for you. So I would never wake up. I can't do that. I have to have the sunlight. Like, well, for me, like, I have to have the sunlight coming in in the morning, or like, I would sleep all day. Sometimes, you know, (laughs) during my work week, I normally do. So, but you have the blackout, so that helps you, like, know to stay asleep. If you had, like, sunlight coming in, I feel like it'd wake you up. Probably. I need to sleep in a dark room. Yeah. Like, it has to be... Pitch black. hmm I love that for you. I could sleep with all the lights on. I don't mind. I'm pretty weird. I have before, like... That's crazy. Yeah. If I get cozy in, I'm like, I don't want to get up. Like, I, I'll just sleep I'm with not, the like, on. so crazy. Like, um, I used to have a friend... Who, like, if there was, like, even, like, they had to, like, unplug their TV because, like, you know, like, sometimes the TV will have, like, a little white dot when it's off. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, like, I can see it. And I was, like, no, you fucking can't. <laughs> like, like you cannot see that light when your eyes are closed. Like, it's a dot That's of light. Funny. And, like, they would have to unplug their TV and everything. It's like, pretty dramatic. It's, it's so dramatic. Damn. I'm not like that. But anyways, guys, we have a fun episode for you guys today. But before we get into it, just a little life update. So... Um, New Year's is going strong. Everything's been going good. I started off the new year with trauma, travel, and sickness. It was pretty rough. True. Which we'll talk about that next week. Um, I had an episode. I think it's back up. We removed all my older episodes because um, I just said a lot of controversial stuff. And I have You just said stuff you don't agree with anymore. Yeah. And it was the old Sav. It was old Sav. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the new Nikki. What's that? 
She's like, you fucked the old body. I don't know so that later. Now I got a new body. So you had sex with old Nikki or something. Okay. I don't know. It's Nikki Lyric. I thought you were a Nikki fan. Are you a Nikki stan? I thought you were. Pull up in the Sri Lanka. Clearly you're not. No. I'm going to take someone else to her concert. Pretty sure I'm the one who bought the tickets. Okay. And I paid you back. No, you did. But I'm like, they're on my account. So who are you going to take? Okay. I'll stab you <laughs> and take your phone. Okay. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> what was I saying? Um, depression, trauma, and sickness. That's definitely not what it was. It was travel, trauma, and sickness. Oh, okay. You don't listen to me. I do. I just forgot the travel part. Yeah. But anyway, I went... Well, first... Okay. So the new Netflix show, Hell Camp, came on. And that's, like, exactly what happened to me. But except, like... I wasn't, like, sexually abused when I was there. Um... And also, we didn't have wagons. They had wagons. We had to carry everything on our back. But anyway, we'll get into that next week. Um, It triggered, like, a lot of trauma for me that I, like, really suppressed. And it was just hard. So, like, I went through, like, all my, like, wilderness notebooks and, like, everything that I wrote when I was there. And just, like, all the emotions and things that I felt. And I, like, really have, like, kind of forgot everything that happened. Like, I just dissociated completely with it and so like when I was talking about the cold weather like just like random things like will just remind me of it or not even remind me just like subconsciously like I'll start feeling weird I'm like why do I feel weird and it's all like directly tied back to that so I'm trying to work through that in like therapy right now but it was just a lot of rehashing and I think most of it was just like feeling so sad for that girl you know and for younger me that had to go through so much and just like I just remember like just reading my words and like the things that I wrote in my journal while I was there. It's just like you can just hear the pain, you know, that I was going through, not just like being in the wilderness, but just mental health wise, you know, Um, because I struggled a ton with depression and suicide attempts and anxiety and just a lot. And so anyways, I shared that on my um, TikTok and it actually went viral, got like 8 million views, which I'm like, why? Out of all of the videos I make, why is this the one that does the best? But I mean, it is crazy. Like a lot of people don't experience what I experienced. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just like was like in a really dark place for like three days after going through that because it's just like everything came back. And like I've always been that person that's like I don't like having a victim mentality and I try to be a survivor in every aspect of my life. And like, you know, like that happened, put that aside, like, how are we going to move forward instead of like letting it be my story and be, you know, oh, well this, I'm like this because this happened to me or, oh, I'm like this because this happened to me, which is true. But I think you have to get to a place in your life where you don't let your past write your future and you don't let the things that you've been through dictate how you live your life today. And, you know, your happiness. You can completely, you know, be a different person and just put that aside and be like, you know what? I had that experience. That was a really hard experience for me and made me who I am today. And like, never forget it, but like, don't rehash it every single day. Don't be a victim of what happened to you every single day. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of the girls that I went to camp with, like they, you know, weren't able to get out of that mindset. Like it, it takes a really strong person not saying like I'm the strongest human ever, but I am very resilient and that's something I've always been really proud of myself about. Um, But 
sometimes it's just too hard to put that in the past. And I think for a lot of people, that's what happens when you go through something traumatic and then you find ways to cope with it, whether it's addiction, um, self-harm, toxic relationships. I mean, there's just so many paths, you know, that you can take to try to heal from what you've experienced. And every girl I was in wilderness with, honestly, is like not here today besides two of us. Um, and it's super sad and it's super hard because when you go through something like that so young, like it really does shape you. And you can either go to one end of the spectrum where you're like, I'm going to do better and be better and like just prosper on like I did or, you know, you let it take over and you can't escape it. And it's just a dark cloud that never leaves. And it's sad and it's hard. And I'm just thankful that I was able to pull myself out of that place. But we'll talk about that more next week. So anyways, that happened. And then I think, well, like, okay, (laughs) here's my thing. I'm like spiritual, but I'm also very logical. And I always have this, like the devil on your shoulder and the angel on your shoulder where you know, I feel two things at once. And for the longest time, I used to always, you know, feel crazy, honestly, because I'm like, no, it's like this, but no, it's like this. And no, it's supposed to be like that. And this year for 2024, I'm really living in this saying that two things can be true at the same time. And, you know, one could be, yeah, I got sick because it's cold and flu season and everyone's sick and my client coordinator is sick and I probably got sick with her. And then the other part of me is like, you know what, maybe a lot of this stored trauma in my body came out and weakened my immune system, which is also factual and not just super spiritual because logically, like when we're under stress, we weaken our immune system. When we're, you know, feeling a lot of feelings and things like you just make yourself more susceptible to catching stuff and you just, you know, you weaken your immune system, you weaken your system. So I think both of those things are true and both happened, but I got sick as shit after that. So I'm like, I had a horrible three days. going through this like mental battle and then just got so sick. Like I had 102 fever. I was shaking. I could, you guys, literally not even sleep because my butt was so sore. It hurt to lay on it. My arms, my legs. I have not been this sick. I've had COVID like three times. This is like worse for me personally was like awful. Like when I had COVID, like I literally felt fine. I just couldn't taste anything. Yeah, that was you did not feel fine mentally. Though. I was spiraling. <laughs> when she got it, she was like, all my joy from my life is gone. I can't taste buffalo sauce. I can't smell candles. I can't <laughs> smell perfume. But this No, this took was me horrible. Out. And like, it, she lost her voice too. That was and after she, the traveling. Yeah. But this was like, it was just crazy. Because I feel like literally like a month and a half ago, you had a similar, not as bad, but like yeah. you literally lost your voice the whole nine. It's like... And I never lost my voice growing up ever. I've never like (laughs) to have this happen twice in like three months is like crazy because I never lose my voice ever. It was not good. But that happened because I like was recovering. I was on the mend and I had this really big trip planned um, to skin better headquarters and a lot of things I can't say because I signed an NDA. But you'll know soon. Just know that I know. (laughs) And I was the first to know. But yeah. She had to go. She was like, I don't think I can make it. I was like, girl, you better take all the men's in your cabinet and make it on that flight because... Yeah, it was really important that I was there because I'm helping them with a lot of like consulting things and just like feedback on like how they're going to be doing different kinds of like marketing and then product developments and just some really interesting projects that I'm really lucky to be a part of and really thankful to be a part of. And I just got to say, thank God I did not go because... 
some crazy stuff happened and I'll talk about it when I'm able to a couple more weeks and then I'll be able to talk about it more. But it was a good trip. All in all, we got a massage. This place had the most beautiful crystal. If you guys saw my Instagram story, it like changed like different colors. And I was like, immediately, I need that in my house. So I am obsessed with it. We stayed at the Montalicia and Scottsdale and we went to their spa there. I think it's called, I don't know the name of the spa, but it's at that hotel. And it was just a really pretty trip and it was just fun. And I just felt very valued and really appreciated. And, you know, it's so nice when you feel seen by these companies that you work so hard for, because my story with skin butter, like I first learned about it when I was in aesthetic school and I was working at a dermatology office part-time and I met my rep who is still my rep today, Marlo. Um, and she was the only rep that really like gave me the time of day. Like a lot of them, you know, would come in at the time, like the Elastin rep, the Revision rep, Skin Medica. And like, they were just like, you're like part-time junior esthetician. Like, we don't really care about you. And that's not anything about the company. It was just like the reps, you know, like that's just how the reps were to me. And uh, Marlo just really sp spent time with me and paid attention to me. And she gave me free product and like none of the other brands did that. And I just remember like her handing me a full size Alfred and me being like, oh my God, like this is crazy. Like, I can't believe she just gave this to me. Yeah. Like, what? Like I felt so special. I felt so cool. And that didn't jade my opinions about like why I love skin better so much. It was just kind of like a cherry on top, like that they just really treat you well. Um, and they really make sure their reps treat you well. But I think that's honestly too, just a Marlowe thing. Like she's just been so caring. Like she always is like that. She's just a very, very giving person. Mm -hmm. But anyways, it wasn't just about getting a free product. She just like would talk to me and answer my questions. And I'm like, well, how is there like retinoic acid in this? And like, I would just ask her all these things. And she was just so, you know, compassionate and listened and taught me. And I learned so much about ingredients from her. And it really just made me feel excited about the industry and about medical grade skincare and professional skincare as a whole. So, um, yeah, ever since then, you know, all the practices I worked at, I pretty much had skin better except one. And I would still use the products, love them. And I remember opening my own place. You know, I wasn't able to afford a medical director or bring them on right away. So the first like six to seven months, I'd use other products on my clients, but I was still using skin better at home and she kept me stocked up. And then the second I was able to bring it on, like it was just amazing. And, you know, it really changed my business and changed my client's skin. And I've been a really big advocate for them. And now it's so and it's not just me. I mean, the products work, but like I've definitely helped, you know, get the word out about Skin Better because of my platform, but they work. I mean, at the end of the day, like if I wasn't even a part of the picture, like they would still do great because it's amazing products. Like they do what they do. They're phenomenal. They're the fastest growing skincare line. And I'm pretty sure they're about to beat ZO and be um, number one. As they should. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. I mean, every single one of their products wins multiple awards i think the science speaks for itself yeah and i think we can talk about that too on another episode but when you're like get deeper into the skincare industry like and able to speak to these founders and the scientists and like everything like there's so much that i didn't know that goes into it like i thought you know they just like go to like a local lab and they're like hey like we want a hyaluronic acid serum no like there it's like almost these conventions or things where people are selling technologies and all these brands go and they like bid on these technologies and basically have to be like, Hey, this is worse and better. Like we want this technology. This is what we want to do with it. X, Y, Z. And then they either buy the licensing or like the chemist will get royalties on the products or like whatever it is. And so they, 
now have an in-house chemist that does some of the stuff. I mean, there's not, again, not one thing has to be true. There's multiple ways to do it. And not every single product was done this way with Skin Better or any company. But I mean, like you'll see like Johnson and Johnson and like L'Oreal and like all of these big dogs in the industry will go to these kind of science conventions and just listen to the latest and greatest technology and bid on it and see who's going to get that technology first. So it's really cool. And again, not with every product. A lot of times companies have in-house chemists too. Um, Skin Better does that. He worked on a couple of the ones that we love today, but it's just cool that there's different sources. And I didn't know that. Like I just, that whole piece of it, I was like, that's so cool. I'd love to just be a fly on the wall and like be able to hear all of Go those things. Go to the convention. Yeah. But anyways, a lot of talking. And so then I ended up losing my voice. So now I'm back. I'm normal. Now I'm on my period today. So I'm a little irritable and, um, and just tired. I don't feel very good. <laughs> My tum tum hurts. But I recently was diagnosed with PMDD, which is basically really severe PMS. Um, and it just makes you like really depressed and anxious and spacey. And I've talked about this on my stories before. But the last two months, I've like, since I've been diagnosed, I knew what was coming. So I am kind of like able to recognize that. And it makes me feel less crazy. And it's actually helped a lot. I think self-awareness is just such a big piece to it is just knowing like I'm not crazy. Like this is normal because before I'm like, oh my God, like why I'm feeling sad, like da-da-da-da. And I'm like, I know it's not really me. It's just my hormones. Um, and I was supposed to get on birth control, but I didn't because <laughs> I just don't want to do that. I've gone through so much shit with birth control and I'm gonna try to do it holistically and through therapy and just um, trying to heal me naturally. So that's what I've been doing. But anyways, we're 17 minutes into the episode and have not even started on what we're going to do today. So let's talk about cancel culture. I don't know what also has been in the air in 2024, but people have been so mean to me, like so mean. Yeah. They're all sensitive. Everyone. I don't know when we're going to like reach a threshold because it like soon enough, it's going to be like, you can't speak. Yeah. Or you'll get canceled. I know. Just because like there's, I feel like there's just a different group for every little tiny thing that's going to get upset over something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not saying like really like political stances no. or like being like, I hate all gay people. Yeah, or, like, no, exactly. Like it's not like not, actual controversial thing. No, it's, it's just like, like the silliest little things that you would, which we're going to go through. But yeah, I don't know if y'all remember the email that got sent to me. But it was, I'm not going to repeat it because it was so aggressive. It actually got removed on Instagram for hate speech. <laughs> it was hate speech. Yeah. It wasn't your hate speech. Yeah, it was crazy. But now I've gotten to a place where, you know what? People aren't going to like me. That's okay. Like at the end of the day, I like myself and I know my intentions. I know my heart and I'm doing more good on the internet than I'm doing bad by being there. And, you know, to reach the kind of community that I'm reaching you have to put yourself out there and you can't allow like these people that want to make opinions or assume things about you, you know, matter. I mean, you truly can't because social media can be so hard. And um, another thing too, I always have said, I'm so thankful that I went through the wilderness because it made me so much stronger. Like if I can survive that, like I can survive someone calling me like a bag of bones or saying that I look ridiculous dancing and that I should delete my video, you know, or whatever yeah. it is. Like, I just like, I'm like, okay, like try harder if you really want to hurt me because that doesn't hurt me. I think the thing, honestly, that hurts me the most is when people 
try to act like they know me when they truly don't know me or my intentions. Like that's the stuff that pisses me off. Yeah. Like deeply because you don't know me. I mean, y'all do, but, but the people don't. that don't like, they just assume like when I post about the wilderness, like everyone's like, Oh my God, I never knew that happened to you. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot more to me. And I think, you know, sometimes it's so hard because people think that I just like have had a perfect life and never experienced anything traumatic and have always just had everything go perfect for me. And that's the complete opposite. I might make it look easy now because I finally got to a place in my life where like I have, you know, a good life. Like I have a very good life. I'm so blessed. I'm so thankful, but it took a lot of work and it took a lot of hard work and it didn't just happen. You know, I wasn't handed this. I wasn't handed anything that I have. I had to work my ass off for it. And that's, you know, the truth. Ask my mom and dad, call them. Mm -hmm. Like I did this my fucking self. Because people love to, again, pretend like they know you and say it was all handed to you. Oh yeah. Someone the other day I saw on like a comment thread or whatever was like I know Savannah personally and I know her mom and dad bought her building and I'm like no you don't know me I don't know I don't know who it was like a fake username but I was like you're just saying things just to say them to get attention like absolutely not I'm literally this close to bringing my mom and dad on the podcast (laughs) to be like we did not give Savannah a penny she actually didn't talk to us for like six weeks because we refused to give her a loan of five thousand dollars and I have a literal photo of me crying in the Bank of America bathroom because I didn't have enough money to make my payment. I'll pull out the receipts. You want to make my payment for the building. And I remember, do you remember this story? And I literally was like $3,000 short. And I was like, I have to make this today or like, I have to pay this tomorrow. I'm not going to get the building as which the building we're in now at SBA. And I was like, there's no way. Cause at that time I was not doing the numbers in clinic that I was doing then like, no, or doing now. I was not like nowhere close to what we do now. And I had this client who's still a client of ours and she's rich and she has three houses in different states. And she called up my office that day and was like, I need three of everything. Yeah. She wanted to get one product of each in each of her homes. Yep. And ended up and being like, like right over $3,000. And I just cried and I was like, God, the universe, whoever is out there, like, it, thank you. There was no, cause I was ready to go in the next day with my tail between my legs and be like, I can't do it. Like, yeah. I'm sorry for you know, can you give me another week or like, yeah. like, do I need to mow your lawn? Like, suck your dick. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have done that, but maybe, I don't maybe know. Maybe mow the lawn. I would have mowed the lawn. I would yeah. have done anything. I'm like, I will do anything. I'll give you a facial. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I had to start from the bottom to get to where I am today. And I just, you know, as I grow, you get more hate and you get more feedback. So what we're going to do today is a fun little activity. That's why we have our dry erase board. If you're watching the YouTube video, you'll see. So we're going to list off 10 things that people have quote unquote canceled me for or gotten upset with me about. And we're going to list them from ridiculous to I can kind of see where you're coming from. So Tyler, would you write for us? Okay. Oh, she's dry as a bone. Lick her. I am not licking an expo marker. That's crazy. I don't think that it's not a pen. Now there's just spit on the whiteboard. (laughs) We need a new little expo marker. He's coming. Thank you. Okay. Are you ready? You're fine, Tyler. It's literally, you're not even touching it. It's a pen on the spit. You really that grossed out by it? I just didn't want it to mess up my writing. Hmm. 
I'll come for your neck. I'm on my period. Don't hurt my feelings. Not I'll cry. Not OCD girl getting mad at me for being a little OCD. <laughs> <coughs> I'm the worst with whiteboards, y'all, because I'm left-handed. So I literally like will erase as I'm writing. Do you want me to do it? These are pretty fun ones, though, to be quite honest. Okay, so the reason this whole idea came about was because I was eating Girl Scout cookies, Samoas, to be specific, because those are the best. And if you think differently, I respect your opinion, but Samoas are the best. And I was eating Samoas in bed. And so anyways, like before I got my Samoas, I was like craving Samoas, but it wasn't Girl Scout cookie season yet. So I went to the store and I got the Keebler, you know, the little gnome and it's like a yellow package and they're called Coconut Dreams. Okay. So I got those and I was eating those. I was happy, but I was like, you know what? I want like the legit Girl Scout cookies. So I bought those too. And as I'm eating my Samoas, I'm like, you know what? High key, the Keeblers, Coconut Dreams, 10 times better. Like so much better. So much more moist, so much more flavor, more coconutty. Like they're just better. And I was like, I kind of want to post because I share pretty much everything, you know? And I was like, I'm going to post, you know, on the low, Keebler's Coconut Dreams tastes better than the Samoa Girl Scout cookies. But I stopped myself because I was like, I'm going to get in trouble for this because someone's going to be like, you're not supporting the little girl's dreams, the Girl Scouts of America. You're supporting corporate America, your followers, you're influencing them to not support the Girl Scouts and you're a bad person and you're terrible. And I'm like, I can't even fucking post my opinion about cookies. But I see where they're coming from because then that's, the you know, the devil and the angel. I'm like, it's not even worth posting it because I don't want to affect the Girl Scouts monies i don't want to affect their bag i want them to get their bag as like they should like you're still gonna buy the yes. girl scout cookies i'm still gonna buy them but like They're the worse. truth is <laughs> i'm still gonna buy them i'm still gonna support the girl scouts because you know i love them they're five bucks and they're good there's nothing wrong with them but on the low the coconut dreams are better yep. and that's just what it is mm-hmm. so the girl scout girlies need to be whipping up some better batches or something take notes from keebler's girls <laughs> um but i couldn't post that and i was talking to tyler about it. i was like it's not ridiculous that i am at this point in my career and on social media where i have to think about posting a co- about cookies before I, I, her, I post i told her i was proud of her I mean, it's growth because before I would have been tone deaf and just like not seen how that could come across. But I have to check everything before I post it because I'm like, how can this hurt someone's feelings? How could the, this be misconstrued? Like, how could I get in trouble with this? And I just know, you know, for a fact, Tyler, Oh no, people would sure. have been like, this is so fucked up. Like, you can't say that. Like, you're going to influence all your followers to not buy Girl Scout cookies. Like, you should be doing it. It's like, even if they're better, like Girl Scouts is for a good cause. And like, they're right. And that's true. But, I, but what is also true is that the Keeblers are better. And it's not that deep. That's what I'm saying. Like, all like this, this we're telling you is life just or death not that here. deep. Like, it's a fucking cookie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But okay, you get to number it from one to ten. One to ten. Okay, and then we're just going to put them where we want on the list. And I'm not going to tell you what order I'm going in, okay? So you know how you've seen the TikToks where they rate like hot men and you like... And you can't change your answer. Yeah, you can't change your answer. Okay. Okay. Number one, when we were in Italy and I posted a picture of my salty hair and I said ocean hair and like 10 people in my DMs were like, you're not in the ocean. You're in the Tyranian Sea. You're such a stupid little bitch. This isn't the ocean. You're at the sea. People came for my neck over me saying ocean hair. And like I knew I was in the Tyranian Sea 
but like no one says sea hair. Have you ever seen someone post sea hair? We actually weren't in the Tyranian Sea. Where were we? Yeah, we were. The Mediterranean Sea. The Tyranian Sea is on the other coast. So that's where we were with Positano. On the other coast. Like, remember that place that was all rocky and stuff you wanted to go to? And I was like, it's four hours away on the other side of the Italy. I'm pretty sure we were in the Tyranian Sea. I'm pretty sure that's on the... Maybe. No, I swear I we were because I looked east. it up. Look it up. I think it's on the east coast. I swear we were in the Tyranian Sea because that's what everyone was DMing me. Maybe I'm wrong. You're going to get canceled now. Good. Let them. Me and my thousand followers. What? See, I was wrong. I oh, the other one is the Adriatic Sea. Come for me again. I'm on my period. I'll tussle you. <laughs> Do you want to tussle? No. Okay. Tyranian Sea. I'm going to put that at a solid three. Okay. I would agree. Like, that's silly to get that upset. Someone's like, I'm unfollowing you for posting this. That's so disrespectful to the Italians. It's like, like, it's salt water all the same. Okay. Are you ready? Next. Me gentrifying spa water and impeding on culture because it's agua fresca and it's a Hispanic thing and I shouldn't be doing it. Hmm. That's a tough one. Because, like... It's not agua fresca. Agua fresca is blended. Putting fruit and water yeah. is not agua fresca. Even Maria, so. who is 100% Latina, was like, this is... Spa water and agua fresca are two different things. And also, if you knew me, I'm 25% Hispanic. So if I want to make agua fresca at my spa, <laughs> I fucking can. It's in my blood. It's in my DNA. My dad is 50%. I get a rite of passage. Hmm. Where are you going to put it? I'd say... Putting fruit in water, offending people is oh, no. absolutely fucking ridiculous. No, it is. And especially because, like, everywhere has fruit and water. Yeah. Everywhere. I'm not... I hate fruit and water, cultural so appropriation always... with water. No, but I'm trying to think, like, is ocean sea more ridiculous than that? I think this gives me a number two. I'm going with a two on that one. Okay. I think it's pretty silly. It's pretty silly. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Me getting in trouble for going to Hawaii right after the Maui fire. Mm. But I was not in Maui and it was already booked and they needed tourism. I can see where they're coming I'm from. I'm going to put that at like eight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I can see where they're coming from. Everyone, because... People did not give a fuck if it was booked three years ago. They were like, cancel it, babe. And all the TikTok, not on yours, but like on the videos that I saw, everyone was like, I don't give a fuck. If you're rich enough to go, <laughs> you're rich enough to cancel it. And it's like, no, I don't think that's how it works. But I will tell you when we got there, a lot of like the locals were saying that their family members that work on the island in Maui were like struggling oh, yeah. to pay their rent and stuff because there's no tourists and it was actually like really hurting the economy. No, the thing is, is that everyone in the comments 
are are not the same people as the people who live there. I like, had so many people in my comments that live there. They're like, y'all don't speak for Hawaiians. Like yeah. you're not fu- like it was like white girls being like, oh my god, like you can't go. And it's like, don't be a white savior. This is not you're not yeah, fucking Hawaiian. They're from like Tennessee. And the legitimate like, Hawaiians are telling me it's okay <laughs> yeah. and to please come and support tourism there because that's what pays most of the jobs. So I probably like wouldn't have you went like it's um, it was really bad timing. Yeah, but you also went like. It was three months after. Yeah, it was something like that. But it was you. It's not like you were going the week after, where like everyone's still getting displaced and it's like no. still an emergency. Like it like had calmed down a little bit. And it was a completely different island. Yeah, it was not the same island. Nope. I was Next. in Kona. Okay. Um. Let's see. Me saying the word "cunt" on my story. See, that's gonna. I would give, I see where they're coming from. It is a very harsh word, but I like the, I like the C word and I, I don't cuss a lot, but I would say like a moderate amount and is she a it's gotten better since obviously I'm a mother now. I have to like be very careful about what I say, but I'm not on my story like F-bomb, 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 you know, but someone was being a cunt. And I used the word cunt and a lot of people did not like me using the C word. They're very offended by it. Nine or ten. I'd give it a nine. Okay. Pretty bad. But, you know, I will continue to use that word. So if you don't like it, unfollow me. I think, you know, I think it's nicer. If you lived in the UK, you'd be fine. Yep. You'd (laughs) be completely fine. It's their favorite word. Okay. My cat drinking my bath water. Mm-hmm. It's either 7 or 10. It's definitely not a 10. If you're going to put Nala drinking my bath water at a 10, you're not my friend. It's giving salt burn. And everyone freaked out over salt burn. It's not semen. It is my bath water. For me, the gross part is the bath water of the semen plus bath water equation. So you're saying that I'm grosser than semen. Bath water. Not you. Bath water. But there's... That that was also bath water. That's bath water mixed with semen, and you're saying that's better than my just bath water. No, but I'm saying the bad part of the salt burn scene is the bad water. Every other bitch who is freaking out about it doesn't have a problem with so- semen. I can promise you that. It's the licking the bath water at the bottom of the bathtub. Okay. Anyways, moving on. This is getting PG-13 rated R and I don't want to... You were just saying cunt left and right. I think cunt is more appropriate than semen. Both would get a movie rated R okay. real quick. Ew. Um, it's not gross. She likes it. I'm putting that at my number one of ridiculous. You can put it where One you... crazy take. And you're putting it out as a 10? No, no, no. It's not just my opinion. It has to be your opinion, too. We can put it at five. How about okay. that? Like, if she wants to drink the bathwater, she will, and she can. It's not like I forced her to do that. Yeah, but it's like, not like she should, either. Why? She's thirsty, and it's her mother's juices. I'm her mom. She's getting mad at me, you guys. That's my cat. I understand it's your cat. My dogs like to drink the pool water. Do we let them? No. They're dog. They don't have, like, they don't have deductive reasoning in their brains to be like, (laughs) because she's thirsty. 
she can... has fresh water elsewhere, but she chooses to drink my bath water because she loves me. <laughs> okay. It's an act of love. You wouldn't get it. Oh, because I don't know how to Talk love. Talk to me whenever you have an animal that loves you that much that will drink your bath water. I do. I just would never let them. I'd be like, ew, nasty. Get out. Okay. Anyways. Okay. <clears throat> Next is when I used the holy water analogy and someone said that I was, um, what's the word? Disobeying Jesus. What's the word that people use? Sacrilegious. Hmm. And that I should never compare biblical sayings to skincare products because it's offensive and then you also had someone say i don't like religion so the fact that you're saying that makes me not want to buy it yeah so you had both spectrums of it see people just come it doesn't matter what for yeah um i hmm. see where they're coming from because people take religion very seriously but for me as someone who i believe in god i am a christian i am religious i think you know, holy water is like healing and a product is healing. It like makes sense. And it wasn't like, I don't know. What is holy water? Um, I call lipid serum holy water. No, but I'm saying like. That's when they like bless you and they sprinkle, they go holy water like that. So it's just like, it's just like a. It's just water though. It's holy water, Tyler. But like, is it different or is it just water? It's blessed water. Okay. So like the pastor or priest or whatever has to it's do something. It's blessed. Like, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I didn't know what makes it holy. I thought it... It's holy because it's holy. Okay. (laughs) So I get that. I would give that a seven. If you can't tell, I did not But I'm still going to do it. I see where you're coming from, but I'm still going to do it. Right? I mean, yeah. People can choose to follow religion differently. Okay. Next one is Cyrus drinking out of a baby bottle when he was two. This one, okay, is so funny because the backstory is all of his toddler cups were in the wash and we just were really bad at, well, actually, we're not really bad. My husband is really bad at getting rid of stuff. Like, literally, if I don't go in and clean out Cyrus's clothing, I'll have, like, three-month-old clothes and he's, like, 12 months. And I'm, like, why the fuck is this still here? And he's, like, uh, uh. And you know what? That's why women are meant to stay at home back in the day. It's just in our blood and DNA. I stand by that. Men just, or maybe just Lance, can't, he's just not good at putting, throwing things out and being like, you know what? Out with the old and with the new. He's just a hoarder. So anyways, all of Cyrus's little toddler cups were empty or dirty. And so Lance just gave him his like nightly bottle and a milk bottle. And everyone was like, why is he drinking out of a baby bottle? He is too old. Okay. So I'm not a parent. So I don't, I want to put it at one but is there any there's nothing i mean you shouldn't be doing bottles and passies like that because it can it can mess with their teeth that's what i was saying yeah that's what i was gonna but i mean it was like a one-off thing and he was being cute and i posted a video and of course context is everything so probably it's like i can see where they're coming from because if they didn't always see him with a toddler bottle then they probably were like oh like you're he uses that. Well, or, or that I do that. That's like yeah. an everyday thing. That's like it wasn't bottle. just like a random moment where we had dirty dishes and that's what we had. And he was, we were just giving him milk and it was a one off thing, you know? So in people's head, they're probably like, she's only giving him baby bottles. So like four. Or like, I would give it a six. Okay. I see where they're coming from.
What's next? Me making my house pink. And um, poor Lance was the comment. Specifically, poor Lance. Your poor husband has to do so much. And you now make the house pink. I feel so bad for him. I can't believe your husband lets you do that. Why is your house pink? That's not fair to your husband. You're not a loving wife. Pretty ridiculous. I'd give that the, the slot number four. I would say it's a number one. Mm, I don't know. It's either one or four for me. That's so fucking stupid. Like, I'm sorry that your husband is a toxic masculine complex. And like, I mean, I could maybe I would put it at four. Okay. I would put it at four. I could because I can see a little bit where they're coming from. Like, it's not this like this is Barbie's dream house, but this it's is not, not Ken's dream house. I understand that, but it's not like it's like a pink throw pillow or a pink throw. It's like pink and everywhere. And what about it? I'm just like, say it if, with your chest. If Lance were to decorate a room, it would not look like this. It's not like somewhere in the middle. It's not like 25%. But he doesn't care. So that's I'm just the thing. advocating that's the, my side as for the No, this yeah. But, but I I'm do see saying, where you're coming from. But I'm just saying, like, in her case, it's okay because Lance is literally like, decorate it, whatever makes you happy. Like, he's not going to go shopping for decorations. No. He's not going to be looking at Pottery Barn or He's wherever. not going to throw out old baby bottles. He's not going to get rid of the <laughs> three month old clothes. That's me. That's all me. So I am going to have the damn pink bedspread. He literally just wants a comfortable bed and an eye mask to sleep with. Like, that's literally it. That's all he needs. Okay, you ready? Yes, ma'am. Okay. We have one in ten now, so <laughs> one better be really fucking ridiculous and one better be... They're not. <laughs> this is what happens. <clears throat> this is always what happens. Okay, so we have me using, which I... I guess I did. I secondhandly did this, but I didn't create the graphic. My graphic designer did. Using a walker to identify aging. So, like, I did, like, what this is good for, and then I had my little icons, and then I had a walker and was, like, aging skin. And people were, like, very offended. And they're like, that's what you think aging is? Like, the walker? And I'm like, no. What else can you use? Like, what do you want me to use? (laughs) Yeah, no, but I'm asking, like... Like, dentures? Yeah, like what? I don't know what else you could use. But what is something else that old people use? I don't know. Like it's not like I'm gonna get canceled right now. I can't. Um, I don't know. Okay, we don't know. Anyways, I didn't put dentures. I feel like that's more offensive. But that's what I, I think that would be number one for me. I think that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's like so silly. Like it's not that deep. Like don't be so hurt by that. I, for me, it would have been somewhere in the middle of the list. But At we this have point, one in ten. One. God, my handwriting is so bad. Okay, and then the last one is me reclining my seat um, on the airplane and people saying that I shouldn't do that. Guess that's number 10. Um, I think out of all of these, Hawaii would probably be number 10 for me as like I can see it and the cunt one and then Cyrus's baby bottle and then holy water. For sure. But I would say... I forget say, what the one you just said was. What's the one I'm putting at 10? <laughs> I forgot. What was it? I don't know what I'm asking you. Wait, no. You made me forget. No, we already did the old person. 
No. No. Oh, reclining my seat. Okay, okay, okay. Reclining okay. my seat on the airplane, which I think I very much, if the seat reclines, it's supposed to recline. If it wasn't supposed to recline, it wouldn't. And I stand by that fact and that theory. And I was in premium business, made a lot of money for that seat. And yeah. It's also like an eight hour flight. Yeah, it wasn't like I was going like, to like. Sorry, freaking... I'm not going to sit with a stick up my ass for eight hours straight, like over my dead body. Yeah. Like put me underneath the plane before I sit like that. I agree. So. Speak your truth, King. Here's our final ranking. Go through them for us. So this is going to be in order from ridiculous to maybe they had a little bit to say that could be maybe true. Yeah. Well, I can see just it. Says I can see it. Yeah, but I was trying to trying to rephrase it. We've said I can see it like three times. So okay. give them something. Spice it up. Spice it up. Okay. First one, aging skin equals walker. <laughs> Number two, Mexican spa water. I'm Mexican. <laughs> 25%. Number three, ocean or the sea. Which one is it? It was the Tyranian Sea. It was the sea. But salt water. Um... Number four, pink bedroom, poor Lance. Number five, cat drinking bath water, Nala specifically. Number six is Cyrus's drinking a baby bottle at the age of two. <laughs> okay, seven, it was like two months before he was two. Okay. At the age of, what is that? 21 months, 22 months. 22 months. Um, number seven is calling lipid serum holy water forsaking Jesus's name. <laughs> Number eight is going to Hawaii right after a national emergency. Okay. Don't <laughs> say it like that. Number nine is the repetitive use of the word cunt. Not repetitive. <laughs> I'm just make, I said it twice in I'm one just week. It's going to make everyone sound worse than it is. <laughs> And number 10 is crushing the woman's legs behind her on the airplane. <laughs> if I was driving, I'd tell you to walk, but I got to be nice because you're driving. Okay, it was funny. That was funny. I see it. Um, Yeah, I mean, no. I don't even know if you... Did you tell that story on the podcast? I can't remember. About the lady? Yeah. No. Next week. <laughs> Just speak it. Speak your truth. Tell them what happened. Savannah went off. I'm in my cunty era. I'm using that word again. I am in my cunty <laughs> era. Like I am such a cunt these days. I don't know what happened. Tyler, have I not ever since 2024 started? Well, this was a little bit before 2024. But haven't I been so spicy? Like I will come yeah. for your fucking throat. Like I will stab you with a fork in your neck at this time of my life. Like mm -hmm. I used to be, oh, did I hurt your feelings? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. No. Yeah, that girl's no. dead. I don't know where she went, but I'm confrontational as fuck now. Like, yeah. I will start a fight if you piss me off. It is the truth. I'm like, I don't know. I think I just got so sick of being a doormat. And I got so sick of people just walking all over me and me, like, being so scared to upset somebody and just scared of confrontation. And I don't know what it is, but something happened magically to me to where now I'm like, getting in confrontations with people in the bathroom, getting in confrontations with people on airplanes, getting in confrontations with people on the elevator. And I'm here for it. Well, this woman on the plane specifically was acting she was like a child. She was kicking the back of yeah. my seat and 
old Savannah would have just lifted my seat up and been like, oh, like, I'm not going to say anything. Like, I'm just going to lift my seat back up. No, I turned around and said, are you good? Because you keep kicking my seat. And she's like, well, you're reclining it. And I was like, you're literally kicking the back of my seat like a toddler. And Wait, was she, she British? No, white woman. Oh. My oh. a U.S. white woman. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that doesn't tell me anything. A U.S. white woman. And she was like, not even, like, if she was like 60, 70, 80, like, I'd be like, oh, this poor old lady. Like, I'm impeding on her space. This bitch was like 40. Like, you're good. You're limber. Like, 40 is the new 20. Like, you're fine. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, you don't have, and you're tiny. She wasn't a bigger woman either. She was like yeah. puny. Yeah. <laughs> like, so skinny. You could have taken her. Like, I want to diet advice. I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> How, what's your workout routine? Like, if she was, and this is the thing, I, it's all about situational. She was an old lady, or if she was a larger woman, I would have felt worse because those seats are small, or, you know, they're pretty small. And if I was really crushing her space, like, I would have felt bad. Yeah. If she, you know, was a larger woman, but she was not. Yeah. She was teeny tiny because I was expecting, oh my God, like, I'm really, this woman really doesn't have to say, she had like that much between her legs and my seat. Mm-hmm. She was okay. She was small. <laughs> she wasn't tall either. If she was tall, I would have felt, even if she was skinny and tall, I'd been like, oh, yeah. like her poor legs. No, she's like short little girl. Yeah. <laughs> small woman. Anyways, and she was like, I'm going to continue to kick your seat if you don't put it back up. It's so rude. Like, don't put your seat down. And I just went off. And then the flight attendant came over and was like, you can like move or she can move. And then she ended up moving. But I called her a bitch. Yeah, no, you did. Savannah had it on video. Yeah, I videoed it and sent it to Tyler. I was like, you're being a bitch. Yeah. Literally. For no reason. I'm like, if it wasn't supposed to recline, it wouldn't fucking recline. You're going to be okay. Don't kick the back of my seat like a little kid. Grow up. Don't be a bitch. So. And then Tyler missed my whole fight in Monarch. At Monarch. Oh, yeah, I did. She got in a fight <laughs> in the elevator. Too. Oh, and I should okay, I not was... have been running my mouth, but I was. Oh, the, I, I saw the woman before we got in and she, Savannah would not have won in a fight against this woman. Let's put it that way. Or Lance and his her husband was like 6'4". Oh, like, yeah, no, no. It would have been. Terrible. We both would have been dead. We both would have been in body bags. <laughs> but I was just feisty that night. It was New Year's Eve. I wasn't drunk. I was just feisty. And basically what happens, okay, so we're going, it's like the end of the night. It's like 1 a.m. And we were upstairs at the party. Everyone's trying to go back up to their room. And there's like, you know, six people in this elevator. And we walk in and press the button and that elevator opens and we like look over and we're like okay that elevator's too full like we're not going to get in i just like wave at him like hey we'll take we'll take the next one um so we're we press it again and it opens again and she was like you need to wait five minutes or like five seconds and let us go up before you press it and we're like okay okay and so then we take a step back this elevator opens a fucking again and she's like are you fucking kidding me i told you guys to wait five more seconds and she's just being really aggressive. And I'm like, obviously, like thinking my dumbass husband's the one pressing the button. So I'm like, Lance, don't fucking press the button. Mm. And everyone's drunk besides me. Okay. So I'm like, no one press the fucking button. <laughs> like, step five steps back and let these, like, wait. Five, I, at this point, we're going to wait five minutes. This three times this has happened. We take a step back. It happens again. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm. Starts screaming. And I'm like, I swear to God, no one's pressing it. And then it happens no, no, again. Then. No, it happens again. One more time. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Get in. Get in. Yeah, Everyone she starts get like, in. She starts like, like, she's like it's like an in. evacuation maneuver. She's like throwing us into the elevator. She's like, everyone get in. And I'm like, no one's pressing it. And so we all get in there. And lo and behold, guess what happens? 
No one's standing outside of the elevator. Everyone's inside of it. It fucking opens again. And I said, now you can apologize for screaming at us. Nobody was pressing the button. She's like, I ain't gonna apologize for shit. And I was like, you were being so mean and aggressive. Like, do you see? It keeps opening. This elevator doesn't work. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And then she just started yelling at me. And she's like, shut your fucking mouth. Like, shut your little yapper. And I was like, you want to say that to me fucking again? Say it again. I said, say it again. And then her husband like starts holding her shoulders back. And she's like, oh, you don't want to get started with me. And I was like, yeah, I fucking do. You're being a fucking bitch. No one is pressing the elevator. Not our fault. Fucking apologize. And then she's like, you can kiss my ass. And I was like, in your dreams. And then we all get off the elevator because it wasn't working. And I was like, this close to wanting to swing at this woman. No, I wouldn't have hit her. But it I just wanted to apologize. It ended well for you. I know. You hit her. And Lance was like, his eyes, because he, he saw her husband. And he was like, there ain't no way. Like, we're both <laughs> dead. Like, Savannah, <laughs> shut the fuck up. And Tyler was in drunk La La Land in the I corner know, of the elevator. The whole yeah. Thing. Well, because Marlo came to New Year's with us and she was talking to me while this was happening. And when a but drop see, of vodka gets in me, I have to go into laser focus. But this was my thing. Okay. This is where I'm coming from. It's like, if I understand where she's coming from, like, she probably like was like, they keep fucking pressing this, these drunk fuckers. Like, we want to go to bed. Like, I get that. I want to go to bed too. But once she saw, when we all were in there and nobody else was out there that it opened five more times because the elevator's just fucking broken. Yeah. She could have been like, I'm sorry. Yeah. But no, she wanted to be a cunt. Yeah. I said the word. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> she was a cunt. Yeah, because you had told her before. I said, I promise you no one's touching it. I was like, no. I was like, I'm sober. No one's touching it. <laughs> I think it's broken. And then she just started screaming at us. But anyway. So I don't know what it is, guys. I'm just like over people's shit, I think. I think I just got to a place where I'm not going to start confrontation for no reason. But if you disrespect me, I am going to stand up for myself. And I am going to stand up for myself. Period. As you should. And I'm going to call it as it is. If you're being a bitch, you're a bitch. If you're being a cunt, I'm going to tell you you're being a cunt. Just make it, make sure it stays verbal. I know. And not physical. <laughs> And you're about to see me locked up. <laughs> yeah, we this don't want to. 2024, I'm going to be in jail for fighting somebody, probably. That shit would go viral. Expand about it. Could you imagine? It's just like, you know, like when people like repost the things and everyone's reposting the same thing. Like normally it's like not that great of a thing. It's like a sad thing or something, but you know what I mean? And their stories. Yeah. I heard. Aww. Um, It's just like your mugshot on everyone's stories. <laughs> No, I don't. I'm not a fighter. I don't want, I don't like violence, but I don't like disrespect. And I don't know. And like, honestly, like, if it's so minor, I'm not going to say anything. But if it's like, oh, there's a little baby. Well, he's not little. He's <gasps> huge. Oh my gosh. He looks as big as Cyrus. Our he's podcast guy's kid's here. He's he so was, handsome. He was giving me mug. Oh, he, like he said hi to you. He said hi. Hi. Anyways, guys, this is almost an hour episode. So, um, yeah, we were supposed to do 30 <laughs> minutes. I know. We just had a lot to debrief. I'm sorry if I'm a little like cunty today. I just um Yeah, everyone go into the comments and talk about how mean she is to poor, poor, sweet Tyler. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well my period, okay? And no, also I'm in my mean girl era, so <laughs> we love you guys. I love you guys. Have, Have a, a good, good day. Week. Bye.